0: The Dad Presents, Episode 29, Knowing When to Shut Up. Shh. It all starts right now. I, got a bad disease. I think I almost got gone-girled by my wife. From my brain is where I Hello and welcome it's to The it. Dad Presents, episode number 29. This is B. Welcome, welcome, mind. everybody. I'm joined here with Dog. What's poppin', everybody? And because Maddie's out, Jay Maddie's out gallivanting around Italy, finding his roots, probably under a tree somewhere. I don't know what he's doing. We are joined again by one of our favorites, Miss Aisha Deal. Has joined us to co-host Aisha how you doing
1: I'm glad thank you for having me I'm good
0: what's up Aisha
1: hi
2: all right all right
0: (laughs) and of course she hosts the podcast shit women think about which is one of the best titles I think I've ever heard in my life what are women thinking about nowadays give us a quick recap of what's been going on on the podcast
1: Um, the last podcast I did, we talked about dating as a millennial, because Mm. that seems to be the the hot topic amongst 20 year olds, like how to have a a healthy dating relationship, how to survive social media. The guy that was on it was really good, but he was so scared to give away information. He Mm. was more afraid that guys would like backlash if (laughs) he gave up too many details. So the women feel a little gypped.
0: Well, yeah. get used to it. You guys hardly ever come, so that you just get used to being gypped. <laughs> <laughs> not not dealing with the right fellows, of course. Um, episode 29, we're off and we're running. Again, like I mentioned, Jay Maddie is in Italy, so we're going to handle it. We got three black people on the show, everybody. This is something I push for. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we got... Uh, something locally going on here and, you know, we're a rare opportunity to go into a local issue. Of course, today is the day the, uh, Nipsey Hussle's funeral. He was, uh, killed, shot and killed. I think, what is it? A week and a half, two weeks ago, something like that. That's been on the air. And the one thing I've been noticing is just sort of this outpouring of emotion, which is all natural and all welcome and stuff like that. But there's also been sort of this overreaction by people in like, for instance, I saw, a, uh, I guess a painting of, of Nipsey. Someone did an artist where they put a crown of thorns on his head. Like he was Jesus Christ. And you sit there. It's okay. Let's slow down a little bit. It's not quite that serious. It's a horrible story. Obviously this young man was trying to do good things. Uh, Aisha, what's been your take on this whole issue?
1: I mean, first of all, I've been crying mm-hmm. all morning. Sure. Um, I've literally pulled myself together to be here with you guys. Yes. And thank you. Um, thank you for joining us again. I, it's, I feel like I'm one of the people, millions, that didn't know much about Nipsey um, before he passed. Like, I went to the concert that he did um, a few months back. I want to say, like, maybe August or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so that was my first time seeing him perform live. Um, But I'm kind of mad because now that he's gone, I'm learning so much about, like, what he was into and, like, teachings and things like that. But I feel like, and you guys could correct me, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like Instagram and Twitter um, really pushed Nipsey to see the outpouring of love. I just mm-hmm. don't feel like they were pushing it when he was alive because out of all the videos coming down my timeline, yeah. I'd never seen all of these prolific videos of Nipsey until so after he passed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, wait a second. Why didn't I see these? Like, where was all this, you know, these messages when he was alive? Sure. I didn't see any of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm kind of mad that I'm late with learning about what he was about, um, but better late than ever. So I mean, ultimately, I'm still learning about everything about him i just started playing his album this morning i needed some time to really you know before i listened to it because it's been so heavy for me but i'm just so sad at just how his life was taken i know we all have to go mm-hmm. um eventually and i believe we all have an exit date you know that comes with our entrance date into this world but sure. i just have a hard time processing how it was done and by whom it was done
0: so exactly and yeah. Doug, you were watching the funeral just moments ago before yeah. you got over here what what is your feel about this whole thing
2: Oh, I'm sad, man. I'm still shocked. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> you know, Nipsey's done a lot for the community, but he wasn't one of those type of guys that always wanted to be in front of the camera and, you know, putting this shit out there like, oh, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. That's why a lot of people just finding out about what he was really doing. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And um, what's so sad is, man, he was just like great for, this community Mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. You know, and um, he was for the kids and you know, he was uplifting Mm -hmm. to a lot of people. Sure. You know, and he affected a lot of people. You don't just get the fair kind of come talk at your funeral. Yeah. You know, you have, you know, you have to be in in, some important, Mm -hmm. you know, he was talking to the chief of police. Yeah. Trying to squash the uh, LA streets, Mm -hmm. but you know, he was still in the street, but trying to, you know, he had one one foot in and one foot out. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so, and what's so sad about it is this black on black crime, mm-hmm. you know, and just like, why would you just, I just don't understand what's in this guy's thought. Like, why would you just go shoot a person? Yeah, I mean, you know, in broad daylight, completely senseless, and lose your life Yeah, too.
0: No, I mean that's that's the I mean that's you know, always the double play. It's like the guy ends ends his life, and then of course he will likely never see the light of day. I I would assume, he, but you never know the court court system. But if he's convicted, and if he you know, of course, if he's uh, convicted right rightfully, then mm-hmm. you know it it's a you know you lose two lives in one scenario. And
2: I haven't stopped playing his music for like the past three days. Sure. And what's also so sad about it, he was just up and coming he hmm. was still up and coming he only had one album yeah but he's so smart he owned his own masters you know he, yeah he owned his own master the guy was sharp man yeah that's why like aisha you might have not like seen him on the mainstream too much because he was coming up behind the scenes mm-hmm. but i mean like you know? all the
1: videos like i see all these uh videos of him just like just kicking knowledge and just saying yeah. some like, real deep, dope shit And I just didn't understand, like, if all of this was out there, why wasn't it on the... Why weren't they pushing that along with all the other bullshit that we see on the timeline? You know what I mean? Like, uh huh.
0: No, but that's always how it is. If there's something positive coming out of, really, not just Los Angeles, but any urban community, South L.A., whether it be uh, any sort of urban metropolitan city, you're not going to hear a lot about the positives until something like this happens. Yeah, that's sad. And that's...
1: Amongst us, like, amongst us regular people who are fans of his... I just wish his fans would have shared his teachings a little bit more. I mean maybe I'm just mad because I'm late sure. to the sea You know, I feel like I was kind of gypped. I wish I would have seen more of him on my timeline so that I could have followed him and you know been a part of what he was doing while he was alive. But I'm still happy to I feel grateful yeah. to have learned all the things that I have learned about him. And you're right, dog. Like I I don't think we're ever gonna know why he did it. I don't think we're ever gonna know.
2: Yeah. I, I, and if we
1: and I think that's what hurts the most. We're yeah. never gonna know.
0: And if we do, it still won't make any sense.
1: It's not going to make a difference, but yeah. it's like, I don't know, it's just right now it's like radio silence.
0: It's sure. Like, people sure. forget
1: this guy even exists. Yeah. Like, what did you do it for? But I don't know.
2: Yeah. And we'll you know over it. And, we'll, we'll heal. Yes, we will. And you know what's so crazy is uh the su- suspect is being represented by Christopher Dart. Yeah. It's some money coming from somewhere. What do you
1: think about that? That changed Everything for me when yeah. I saw Chris Darden standing there.
2: Now
0: I heard. and I don't know if the rumor is true. If he he took the case pro bono or something. I don't know if that's true, but I mean he does need representation. I, I get that. um It there's you know there's always questions with stuff like this.
2: But Chris Darden always finds himself on the other side of some bullshit.
1: We haven't even seen him in thirty years for the most part. Like, yeah. why would you come out of from underneath your rock mm-hmm. to represent this guy and? I did my own research to find out because I just needed to know if he was doing it pro bono. And mm-hmm. apparently, um, my a friend of mine that's a lawyer said you have to file that with the court. You have uh. to disclose that you're pro bono. Mm-hmm. And Chris Darden is a uh, was privately retained. Mm-hmm. That means um, he's being paid.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, the, well, there you have it. That's why you can't believe all the rumors. That that was a rumor that was circulating yeah. It was pro bono. Maybe it's not. Um, and, you know, in times like this, and not just with you know famous people, but funerals in general, loss of life, whatever there's always a thing where people say too much, like you're in the middle of this horrible ordeal, you're dealing with it. And there's always people that come out. And that's what I was talking about earlier. People who've kind of put their own spin on this to get an agenda pushed forward. I saw earlier, I think it was yesterday. Somebody had at a, one of the soul food restaurants has a Nipsey Hustle special. And you're like, well, do we really need a Nipsey Hustle soul food special right now? You know, like that sort of thing. Um, like one of the people that uh, stepped forward and said put his foot in his mouth was Kodak Black who oh, yeah. uh, uh, from what it sounded like basically made an offer to go after N- Nipsey's girlfriend Lauren London um he ca- he recanted after people basically threw stones at him for saying that but it's always you know not everybody needs to be heard on a certain subject yeah. like somebody passes maybe not comment on it. That might be one one way to go. Just just my two cents on that one.
2: Yeah, and then, you know, what he said was, he actually said that, I'm, you know, Lauren Lennon, give her a year to cry. Yeah. And then I'll get at her. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. So, who he's, needs but that? Keep
1: in mind, what Kodak did, y'all, is, is the same thing that men do while they homies are still alive. Well. I, mean, I, I, I don't know. I think it's tacky what he did, mm. but he's tacky. I mean, he's completely ignorant. He always has been. Mm-hmm. What I heard him say, it, I was like, This is what men do when their friends are still alive, Yeah, no,
0: that's true. That's true also. (laughs) That's true. But, yeah, it's like, but again, folks, you don't need to comment on everything. There's some things that happen. You could just let go. It's okay to be quiet. Sure. Of course it is. Respect the silence. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So out of that bad news, let's do what we're paid to do. Are we paid to do this? (laughs) Our parenting questions. (laughs) All right. Parenting questions, ladies and gentlemen. This is the first time I get to read it. Usually Matt has this job, but of course... He put it on the black man. So I'm going to do my best to read these questions. I just learned how to read yesterday. So we'll see how it goes. Um, Jamal from San Antonio. First of all, we know Jamal's black. There are very few white Jamals. Jamal, San Antonio, keeping this black show alive. He has a question. His baby is 18 years old. Okay. She's pregnant. She's broke. She has no man, no job, and lives with me, meaning Jamal. I want her to get an abortion. How would I, or how would you guys approach it? Ooh. Aisha. Female guest of the show oh. you you could take the first crack <laughs> or not are you back or did we lose? there you go okay
1: <laughs> i don't think there's a, I don't think there's a good way to even go about it I mean because you don't want to have someone or encourage someone to do that, mm-hmm. and then they regret it, and you know that that's now a rift in your relationship sure I, I think you got you gotta let that go that's some that's a personal decision mm-hmm. you can't influence it one way or the other you don't know how people are gonna feel after huge decisions like that. I would just keep my hands out of it. I know that the timing might not be, you know, ideal. I don't think you want to recommend an abortion, especially because she could possibly, you know, end up, which a lot of women do. I'm regretting it.
0: Yeah. Doggy, you, you have a teen, teenage, 17, just getting out of high school. 18. Now. 18. Brilliant student going on to college. Yeah. If if things weren't so bright for you, how would you face this?
2: Um. You know, I would be like, kind of excited that i was going to be a grandfather mm-hmm. um and then that was still that's my jamal that's your baby girl yeah you know you're a father you have a girl no matter how old she gets that's your baby sure you know that's how fathers should be toward their daughters uh-huh. you know if you were a dude if she was a uh, you know if he, she was a he <laughs> yeah throw his ass out you know what I mean? <laughs> but that's your baby girl so i would you know hey and then you know just like i said that's like Really, her decision is not the father's jamal's decision, and um, I would just roll like that, man, I would be excited and but we and also say, don't
1: know like we don't know um you know eighteen is not necessarily always very mature, yeah sure. know, some, some eighteen year old girls are still kind of like late bloomers as far as just like responsibilities concerned, mm-hmm. so I don't know her level um of maturity w- where she's at in her life, and that maybe that's the reason why he feels like she's not ready either, but
2: yeah, I'm just just say to you know, let go and let God. Yeah, I would <laughs> I would almost, I would almost um, take it as uh, my child's being born. You know, if I was going to be a grandfather, so
0: yeah, and you know, there's, I mean, that's just me. Yeah, there's different views. Yeah, everybody's different. And in in that spirit, Jamal, this is what my best advice to you is: is that at 18, she's technically and legally an adult. Okay, right. You are also an adult. So you guys have the same rights to happiness. What you have to do, Jamal, is figure out how much you're willing to give to support this child if the child comes. Okay, And once you've decided that, if you're saying, hey, if she doesn't get an abortion, I'm there for no matter what, this is my child, then it's kind of up to her. If you have some limits as to what you're going to do, if she's counting on you as a means of support and you're at your wits end and you're doing everything you can and you don't think you can do anymore, then you need to have a very frank discussion with her and say, Hey, look, you're my child. Love you. Love you. Always will love you. But I'm only set up to do X, Y, and Z. You're asking me to do more than X, Y, and Z. And so, you know, if, if you are, if she's willing to take the responsibility of providing whatever you can't, then that's her child. Let her roll. But, it has to be a very serious discussion between you and you, you number one, an adult, and your now adult child, and yes. let her know the realities of it is that, hey, you can go out on this limb if you want, and I'll kiss the baby, love it, and all that other stuff, but I am not going to do everything I'm, I've been doing. If you're broke... You're gonna probably remain broke during this process. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my two cents. There's a couple ways to go there, Jerome. J- sorry, Jerome, Jamal. <laughs> so <laughs> Same thing. Huh? Yeah, wrong
1: black name. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Wrong. My,
0: my bad. I get too excited. We got too many black people on this show. Just, everybody's black today. So Jamal, hope that helps. We we appreciate you obviously uh, tuning in. Um, next question is from Joseph in New York City, and this is Aisha Deal. Are you a former New Yorker or something? Or I yes. I so what do you have to say about this? we got New York talent. we got a guy from San Antonio. We've covered a local issue. Aren't you glad you co-hosted? So happy. Oh, God. Sound, sound more enthusiastic. Mr. Jesus Christ. My buildup was so good. She just shot it down. Shooting, shooting down men is her specialty. But anyway, Joseph from New York says, His son is 22 and won't move out of the house. He loves him but wants him to get out. How can I do this without hurting his feelings? I'm going to start with Dog. Dog, what do you do?
2: Shit. Man, you don't have to worry about hurting your 22-year-old's feelings. He's a man. He needs to step up and become a man. Sure. You know, uh, you know, set some standards. Uh, give him an ultimatum. Like, look, I'm going to give you two months, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to find a gig and you're going to have to move out. I would probably help him move out and get him started somewhere else. Sure. If you really want him moved out, you know, mm-hmm. help him. Yeah. Move him out help them get them situated and let them see what this world is all about with all these bills flowing in and shit. No, that's real. That's real talk. Real talk.
1: Would you say the same if you had a daughter?
2: No, (laughs) no. If I had a daughter, no, that's my, that'd be my baby girl. Yeah. And you know, but, but you know, it just seems like, you know, daughters, they women, like I feel as they mature more faster than men. Mm -hmm. anyway. So I don't, you know, See, I've never heard of um, a father kicking their daughter out of the house. Yeah. I've never heard of that.
0: It's, a, it's a, I mean, and I have a daughter, so I, I get it. There is a softer hand approach you take, take with your daughter, obviously. Yeah. I, it, having had ha, have one now and experiencing that, it just is. And it, it's nothing that you intend to do. It's something that naturally sort of comes over you as a dad. It just does. Um, Aisha, how do you get rid of this 22-year-old?
1: I'm not kicking my 22-year-old out. Oh wow. I'm not, I'm not okay. kicking him out cuz number 122 is still very young. Um I I just I, as long as you're at home and you're working, you're going to school, you're bettering yourself, you can stay in the house. Now 30, you know, <laughs> that's a little different. <laughs> but I think in 20 when you're 20s, you know, 21, 22, 25, you're still getting things together, you're figuring yourself out. I don't like the idea of prematurely kicking these children out because I've heard women say the same thing about their daughters. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, she's 18 now. Oh, well, she's 20. Like, no, like, and then these kids get out into the world prematurely and they make bad decisions or, you know, like they, they, there's consequences that they shouldn't have had to face. I say, let them stay home as long as they are bettering themselves. I'm not kicking my son out at at 22 period.
2: Wow. What about if she was your daughter?
1: not kicking my daughter okay.
2: out of <laughs> staying I'm consistent not, it's just so young
1: let I me mean, yeah. think back to when you were 22 yeah. and dog like please like we weren't we're 22 in age but we weren't ready right not at 22
0: yeah no okay i'm a little bit different and okay. joseph and this comes from a conversation i had with my father around the time i was 18 and he came to me very frank and i was screwing around in life and he says hey you know you can to do one of two things he says you could you're 18 you're about to be 19 You could either go on to school or you can go get a job, but you will do neither in this house. (laughs) He basically was like, there's only room for one man in the house. I got that speech. And a lot of what he said turned out to be true. A lot of times there is only room for one alpha male in the house. It's the same thing with animals and lions and shit like that. There's not more than one alpha male in their pride or whatever you want to call it. So Joseph, You have to go sit down with him and you know you hope he's matured. You hope you've got you've raised him to that point, but you need to tell him, "Hey, look, I've gotten you to this point. It's time to start having you leave the nest." And Joseph, your responsibility hasn't ended. If you want him to leave the nest, you have to begin to help him leave the nest. Leave the nest. At least
1: for that. Exactly.
0: And so yeah, help him. Sure. If that means help him find a job or help him learn his trade or whatever.
1: And be realistic. Sure. Give realistic timelines. I mean, sixty days, ninety days is not enough time for someone to save up first, last security, exactly. Furniture, you know. Be realistic.
0: Exactly. So those are our questions. If everybody have anybody else have anything else to say, anything? No, 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 no. Okay. So we've completed two. We're just steaming right through this show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thank you, Jamal. Thank you, Joseph, for. Chiming in and letting us answer your questions. Please feel free, everybody else, to send us your stuff. Keep doing it. Um, we'll move on with our topics of the day. Uh, one of the guys we always talk about is Jesse Smollett. Oh, wow. <laughs> we can't stay <laughs> away from him. Jesus. Can't stay away from Jesse. Jesse is returning to the Empire show. There's word that the city of Chicago will sue him for his fake, allegedly fake attack that he did. Aisha, are you watching Jesse on Empire when he comes back?
1: I was going watching Empire before Jesse. Yeah,
0: I kind of tuned out of Empire, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but should, should he get back uh, his career so quickly?
1: Well, I mean, but why should it be? T- he hasn't been proven guilty of anything. Uh, why should he be taken at the end of true. the day? I should take it because he's a possible victim. We'll never know what happened. I have so an idea what happened. so unsettling.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, Dog, what about you? Is this too quick for Jesse? Yeah. You think you know,
2: so? You know, Mr. Daniels, his uh boss, came on TV, supported him and everything. So you made him look like a fool. Mm-hmm. First of all, you know what I'm saying. So I wouldn't let that motherfucker back on my show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, especially with my people been through. And then you want to make games and mockery about this shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They proved it with the little with the not the little guys with the little swole guys that yeah, the, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. helped him out. Sure, the Nigerian. Yeah, the Nigerian yeah. brothers. Yeah. You said yeah. it, is there a real proof though? Yeah. 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 It's proof. It's just like because he cause Jesse's not, they prove that they got cameras of these guys walking down the street, mm-hmm. videotape, and they have them buying shit. You know, everything that Jesse was supposedly, you know, saying that happened to him, like the noose. And shit, how are you gonna put a noose on your neck in this day and age? (laughs) Who does that? Where does the noose come from? I mean, that
1: was if he if he if he did orchestrate this, that was the real kicker. Like, who? What black person wants a noose to even touch their neck? Yeah, that's what
2: I'm saying. He's
0: an actor. Yeah. No, with me, this is. I mean, you could kind of see this happening. Once he was free and clear of the charges, the people at Fox looked at this probably as a business decision there's going to be a ton of people that tune in whenever he comes back just to see what he does. And don't be surprised if Fox somehow and the folks at empire, somehow work in a story that he gets attacked and people think it's fake. And it's like a sort of a play, you know, like real life becoming fiction and all this other shit. So this is not surprising to me because it's a, at the end of the day, people are going to make decisions with their wallets and Fox looked at him and said, okay, just like I should say, he's not been convicted. He's not guilty of anything. Technically. Put him back on the show. Let's see if we can get a ratings boost. And there's no no secret or no surprise either that as soon as uh, Fox made the decision, the actors on the show began to tweet and say, well, tune in next week. You know, so that's what we really have going on here. It's a, it's a money decision. He's going to get his, his run. And we'll see, we'll see if he gets another role after this, which will be interesting. But that's how people make decisions, with their wallet. Um, sticking with acting. We got Lupita Nyong'o. Who, uh, have you seen uh, Us, Aisha, yet? I
1: haven't seen it. Oh, yeah, God. Are it you,
0: was good. Oh, God. You got to go see Us. It was good. Are that's you, the
1: scary movie, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. Are you scared of scary movies? Are you about to tell I me? Am. You, oh, God. Okay. There, there, I'm that
2: girl.
0: Okay. Got to go see it. Take someone, grab an arm, enjoy the movie. It's worth seeing. Lupita, she, they should just give her the Oscar right now. She
2: did a great job. Which
0: probably means she won't win it, but <laughs> <laughs> that's... Just sort of how the Oscars go, ladies and gentlemen. This is a black show for without Maddie here. So anyway, Lupita has had to apologize. And I'm mad at her for doing this because to use her voice in Us, the voice she, one of her characters uses in Us as a scary sort of monstrous person.
2: Be careful.
0: She said that she used a condition called spasmodic dysphonia to come up with the voice. Uh, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Su- suffers from the same affliction, When he talks, it's sort of a screechy-sounding voice. She used that as inspiration. The people with the, and I don't even know this existed, the National Spasmodic Dysphonia Association came forward and said, hey, this disorder is way more than a creepy voice, Lupita Nyong'o. You need to get your shit together and start representing us right. Put some respect on our disease, basically. And so she's apologized. Um, I think this is stupid because now... If the people with this association were really smart, they'd look at this and say, "This girl's going to be up for an Oscar. This movie may be up for an Oscar." Yeah,
1: It's brought some awareness. Bring exactly. exactly.
0: Make a positive out of it. Yeah, right. You don't think they could benefit from having you know her show up at the Oscars with uh, you know a hashtag uh, spasmodic dysphonia? That's exactly. That's, a long, that's could, a long hashtag. They could benefit, yeah. but they could benefit from it. Um, Aisha, we're, we're, if they if you're in Lupita's place, what do you do?
1: Nothing. Because this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I think people just like being angry.
0: Mostly. At the yeah. end of
1: the day. I mean, like I said, it's it's publicity. It brought some... Did you know what this was before this? I had no idea. Okay, great. Neither did I. Yeah. So, with that being said, now we know it exists. Yeah. So, what's the problem?
0: Yeah. Take back your apology, uh,
2: Lupita. Yeah, I wouldn't apologize. That's the no. bottom line. Yeah, well- I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't apologize at all.
0: Doug, how good is this movie? It's 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 a good movie. It's a good movie.
2: Yeah, it's a good movie. I would give it like uh, on a scale of one to ten, probably like a nine.
0: Yeah. No, she's. And it's
1: a scary movie. That's a nine.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's good. Really? It's, it's It's one of the. You're st- gonna you're gonna go watch it twice. Yeah. It's one of the smarter movies I've ever seen, because you have questions after that you gotta like go online and try to see because they have all oh, these theories. it's
1: Like Get Out.
0: It's like Get Out, but it's better than Get Out. Okay. There it is. Okay. That's my plug for the movie. Uh, Lupita, send me your check and don't apologize so easy next time um okay uh one thing i know you do watch aisha game of thrones is coming up on sunday
1: winter's coming
0: winter is coming dog you don't watch game of thrones not at all okay what a loss
1: i was a late bloomer though i just i just watched game of thrones the first time in february me
0: too and i caught up and it was i think it was big end of last year i started watching it and i caught up um, excited for all this. This is going to be like the TV event of the year. I'm like, I've already cleared my schedule Sunday because it's just that important. Things are, and it's only six episodes.
1: And I will not be tweeting through it. I'm, I'm going to watch this, put my phone down and lock in.
0: Yeah. Don't call me during um, Game of Thrones no. next th- this Even Sunday. It's
1: two hours, right? Or, uh, I it's like an
0: hour and a half or something. There's six episodes and they're, they differ in times, but I think there's six season starts. The new season starts Sunday on HBO. Tune in. We'll talk about it more on the show, even though Maddie and Dog don't watch it. Um, we did something, because we always talk about race, last week we did a racial sweet 16. And what we did, Aisha, is we <laughs> we took the worst stereotypes for each race and saw which one would win in a battle to advance to the final step. And we have the results. We opened it up on people to people on Facebook. They voted for it. And we want to give you guys the final seedings for the final four, of the stereotype sweet sixteen. All right, what where we ended up finishing was we had the Caucasoid seed, and this was the, the stereotype that finished that, that basically advanced to the final four. White men have no rhythm. That advanced, so that will probably play the Mongoloid stereotype, meaning Asians. I don't like calling people Mongoloids, by the way. That's Maddie, but Asians, and their their stereotype that advanced was Asians are bad drivers. So that was
1: uh, to the final four. This
0: is serious business, folks. Those two seeds in the final four. The other two from the Negroid division, which means black people. Black men don't tip, which was a surprise shocker because I thought black men with big dicks would, would have beaten that out. But maybe it was a tip at the buzzer. Black men don't tip advances. The number one seed, gay men are promiscuous. They will play it? black men don't tip in the final. Continue to vote for these people. We want to see where this ends up. <laughs> Um, a lot of heartbreak, eliminations. Like I said, I thought the guys, the big black guys, or the big black dicks had it. E. What did you think, dog?
2: Yeah, you know, I thought that was going to win. Yeah. You know, but you know, shit, man, that's a uh, nice subject right there. Where the white men, you know, don't have any rhythm. Yeah, you know, that's like been known for years and years and right. centuries and centuries. Yeah, and so. having having a large penis
0: myself, I never mind. Um, <laughs> Aisha. Which one of these wins? If you you're prognosticating, you got white men have no rhythm, Asians are bad drivers, black men don't tip, and gay men are promiscuous. Which one wins the final four? Oh. Uh, I don't
1: I can't say Asian men don't white men don't have any rhythm. That wins? Yeah.
0: Okay. We'll see we'll see if you're right. We'll have our voters. Go ahead and vote on Facebook. You know where to find us at The Dad Presents on all of the social media platforms. But on Facebook, go ahead, cast your vote. We'll let you know when Maddie gets back. We'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, I can't believe that black men don't tip, though. I, well, tip. I
0: don't
1: believe. I mean, like, I tip I like know, a motherfucker. I've, I've literally never witnessed that in my
0: life. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a stereotype, yeah. which means it could be right. Yeah, I mean, it's people are weird. I,
1: if they said black people, but like specifically black men don't tip, like, hmm.
0: mm. Yeah. Well, I think it, it probably was black people, but whatever. It basically black people don't tip. That's that's what it comes down to. Basically. So and sticking with basketball or the basketball-ish sort of thing, uh this is another local story that I had to sit through the last couple of days and basically pull out my hair, which little of it is left. Uh Magic Johnson steps down as head of basketball operation for the Lakers and he does it during a news conference. And he does it like a black person quits the job. He didn't tell his boss, he just <laughs> sort of told a bunch of friends, didn't show up for work the next day. And that was it. Um, So disappointed. First of all, in the Lakers, the last few years, boyhood fan dog and I both watched the team as, as kids. So and
1: you guys are shocked?
0: Not lately. I'm shocked. Not not lately because they they've basically been tripping over their dicks for like the last five six years. They can't do any, anything. They do turns out horrible. They go get Dwight Howard, horrible pick. They hire Mike D'Antoni, terrible decision, horrible decision. Um, uh, everything else they try to trade for uh, Chris Paul blows up in their face. The, tra- the trade is basically uh, uh, voided, so it's just a long running thing. And it, the, my fear is is the Lakers are becoming like the Clippers or the Knicks, and I can't take that. I can't, I won't take it. But Magic left, and the what I mean, there was no benefit to him leaving the way he left, he could have left in the offseason and then straightened it out. But like I said, he just quit and walked off the job like he worked at, I don't know, Ralph's or Safeway. He's or like, McDonald's. I'm done. Or McDonald's. And that was it. And left this billion dollar franchise. And one thing Jason Whitlock said, and I don't agree with everything Jason Whitlock said, but as black people talk about what kind of jobs they don't get in the sports industry, and to see a black man walk away from one like the way he did it was very disappointing. That's just my two cents. Aisha, what do you think about all this?
1: Um, so I have a couple of um opinions on this. One, Michael, I mean Matthew, Michael, mm-hmm. Magic Johnson has impeccable uh character mm-hmm. and so I see it as if this is what he did, something happened, like something came to a head yeah. behind the thing Um I think that it, it became probably unbearable, whatever it was. Sure. I think that my uh, Magic Johnson is a boss. He is a multi, multi, multi- 100 times over a millionaire. Got it. Um, and I don't know why he took the job to begin with. He's used to being the boss. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he thought it was going to go having a boss, um, even though, you know, they make it seem like him and Jeannie, it's more of a partnership. Um, I, if he talked to her, I feel like she was going to probably try and make him wait it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he did it the right way. But I also think that him going to the Lakers wasn't smart. And I also think that getting LeBron wasn't smart. And I also think that this whole situation, <laughs> on paper, that to them, this was a good look on paper, but it's not manifesting that way. Sure. I mean, if I could just go a step further, I think that LeBron, as great as he is, he's going to go down as one of the greats. Um, I think he has great, you know, character. He does great things in the community. With that being said, there's something divisive about this man, right? Because-
0: you can say
2: this that.
1: This is a relationship, mm-hmm. and all of your relationships in the same way. Are you going to every relationship and it ends up becoming tumultuous? Mm-hmm. At some point, it can't be everybody else, right? At some point, it has to be you. Yeah. So when it comes to LeBron, as great as he is, and I'm not gonna, you know, underplay that. There's something about his energy that he brings with him that's divisive. Yeah. And he brought it to the Lakers, and now the shit is busting open at the seams.
0: Mm-hmm. No, Matthew
1: now, Johnson's like, "Fuck this shit."
0: Yeah, I can see that. And I wasn't thrilled when the Lakers got him, but of course, being a fan, I jumped on. Doggy, if you're Magic, how do you handle this, knowing well, what you know?
2: Okay, first of all, the relationship he has with Jenny Bust—they're like brothers and sisters. You know, they have a brother-sister relationship. So I'm gonna tell my sister mm-hmm. before the media. Yeah. Hey, I'm about to step down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he should have went to Jenny out of respect. Out yeah. of respect, sure, and yeah. told her, okay. You know, I'm about to step down. But Jenny, she made the hire. I think it was a great hire, mm-hmm. you know, because the Lakers have been doing terrible. Yes. So you go get Magic Johnson to, to be the face of the Lakers, and he is the face of the organization, mm-hmm. even if he's not working for the organization, that, you know, hey, you know, we're, we're going to put us back on the map. You, I think that was a great hire. And Magic did his job. Mm -hmm. magic went and got the best player in basketball he did he did okay Mm -hmm. so okay you guys and then he's setting them up for future free agents he got rid of all this other trash these contracts he's setting the lakers up for you know like something good to happen Mm -hmm. in the future but what's going to kill it the few free agents are going to look at it like, damn, Magic, why did you leave so suddenly? Exactly. And I don't really want to even come there. Just like Aisha said, something else is going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For him to just bounce up and leave like that. You know, but another thing you told me back in the day, but you were like, well, shit, Magic got a lot of other shit going on. This motherfucker yeah. be in Italy yeah. on yachts and chilling and shit. Maybe he, doctors? Yeah, maybe he realized that I can't put 100% into this shit. Mm-hmm. This I'm getting stressed hard. out. You know, you guys don't fucking want to listen to me all the time, even though I can make the, you know, I have the last word. But shit, I still care for you, Jeannie. If you like fucking Luke Walton, I'm not going to can Luke because I like him, too. Exactly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So fuck it. Yeah. No, I think, I'm about to step down.
0: I think he's a good hire. I think what it is is when you hire him, you got to make sure you hire a general manager that fits what he basically comes through on the things he doesn't deliver on so if magic if you hire magic knowing he wasn't going to be a grinder and work as hard as most other vice presidents whatever in terms of scouting and everything else you your GM has to be a guy who fills that void yeah and to basically hire magic and then hot pick his GM for him you're giving him a basic you're get you you're preparing him to fail essentially yeah and then you, they both get there with a coach they didn't pick and Luke Walton. And that, that's how you have this situation in the way it did. So, And
2: they were both inexperienced. Magic yes, is inexperienced mm-hmm. as being a president. Yeah. And Rob Palinga is inexperienced as a GM. Sure. So that, it just didn't work out. But Jeannie tried. Jeannie <laughs> tried mm-hmm. to hire. That was a good hire, I but, think. Yeah.
1: So what about the fact that they thought that they brought LeBron on thinking that he was going to perform at a certain level? Mm -hmm. And they got him, you know, towards the end of his career where he has a lot of mileage on his legs and on his body. And that probably brought on a lot of tension, too, and a lot of stress because they're losing. You have LeBron and you're losing. Yeah. You were losing last year, actually.
2: Yeah. I think it was the injury. That's what it was. That was the worst injury of his career. He missed uh, 18 games. And before he missed 18 games, we were definitely going to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Right. You know,
1: like his, like his, his body is like he's he's. Going to be transitioning out of basketball soon, so it's like they got LeBron on the back end,
2: mm-hmm. right? You know I mean? Yeah, so yeah. like I
1: mean, I think this is the beginning of future in- injuries. To be honest with you, like well, how Kobe. Well, it when could Kobe be. Going out, it was like you know the injury again, and the, the same injury rehappening, and he's sitting out these games. He's not. He's back in for these games. He's back out again. I think it's going to be the same thing with LeBron.
0: It could be, and that's the risk you take when you get a player yeah. like this at that age. His performance right. this year, when he was in the game, he was there. Um, yeah. could have done a lot better at the free throw line, if you ask me, but other than that, I think he was still LeBron. Um, the difficult part is finding out w- what he thinks about this latest transition and how it was done and whether or not he wants to stay with the team, because he's got a very short time. Like I should just said, he's got to try to win some championships. I think that's the goal or maybe it's not, I don't know, but it'd be interesting to see what his, his take is on this whole upheaval and whether or not. He is committed as he said he was when he joined the team. <sighs> I'm Laker fans, boy,
2: I tell you. We could go in, on and on about this. City. Yeah,
0: we can. I, I'm not, we're not going to go <laughs> Shit, on. Shit,
2: it'll be a sports show.
0: Um, yeah, let's let's move on. We'll, you know, we'll keep it with sports. Dog's favorite guy, Bob Bob Craft. Oh, my boy. That's him, Bob Craft. After he got pinched for, um, you know, the whole solicitation in the uh, old massage parlor, the tug and rub or whatever you want to call it. Um, he, he now has had a black moment and he says that he can identify with blacks now who face police discrimination because he was just arrested. And again, maybe the show wasn't even arrested. He was charged. Right. Well, no, he, I think he was arrested. They put handcuffs on him. I I don't know if they put (laughs) handcuffs on him, but this is another instance where, and again, maybe this is the theme of the show where you don't have to say everything about everything. Like sometimes it's cool to be quiet. Okay, so he gets pinched for this. He gets arrested or charged or whatever, whatever. The difference between his arrest and most black people's arrest, one of the many differences is with his arrest, the prosecutors came to him and said, "Okay, look man, we don't want to put you in jail."
2: Yeah.
0: Um if you just say that you could have kind of been guilty if we took you to court, then we'll let you out with, you know, a slap on the wrist. And he's so <laughs> this arrogant. Where, you get into white privilege. He says, "Oh, absolutely not." I'm going to fight this to the tooth and nail. And now they tell him, they're like, hey, man, we got video. He's like, I don't care. White privilege. But to basically put himself in the same arena as black people who face police discrimination and compare his arrest at the tug and rub with blacks getting arrested for selling uh, loose cigarettes in New York and possibly dying um, is a bit much. Aisha, your take.
1: First of all, don't ever in your rich-ass life compare <laughs> uh, what you think Black people and how you... No, you can't.
0: No, it's different. Let's just start there. Sure.
1: I mean, if anybody needs to apologize, it needs to be him. Um, I don't think that... I don't think the punishment for the crime, at the end of the day, this man was out minding his business. You know, I didn't know that his wife had died. I didn't know sure. he was a widow. Um, and so I... I understood like you know okay listen the man wanted to rather go out and get his services opposed to bringing some random in the house got it still mourning the loss of his wife i don't think that he deserved all the extra bullshit he got mm-hmm. um and i do think that it was a setup
0: it, well yeah it was a sting it was a total they they basically got the owners of the uh, the massage parlor to flip they set up cameras they did a sting he got caught in the sting it happened. He didn't
1: just get caught. They mm-hmm. knew when he was gonna come. Well, Robert Kraft normally comes on Tuesday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they knew <laughs> that he was gonna be coming back through there. Like yeah. you know what I mean? So they, it was he was set up. He it came was, twice. Right.
0: To the parlor, not just there, but you know uh-huh. what
2: And he went to the parlor <laughs> twice too. Yeah, that's what I mean. They said he stayed for 14 minutes the last time. Ooh, he got and it right out right
1: before the game, right before he jumped. On oh, the on ship. a private jet. The
2: yeah, right, right after he busted the nut. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> my
0: kind of guy. <laughs> uh, salute. We salute you, Bob Craft, But don't ever, ever, like you said, I should. What'd you say in your black, in your white ass life? What'd you say?
1: Don't ever in your rich ass life. But I'm gonna let it slide because I do think the man was. Um, unfairly nailed to the cross
0: all right and maybe they did that at the massage parlor maybe they nailed him to the cross maybe they give that <laughs> <laughs> give that to you as a special special service here at the tug and rub um again we're gonna stick with sports italian soccer player moist keen he's responded he's in a game and essentially this whole game they're calling this man he's a black black soccer player plays for italy um they're calling this man monkey You're making monkey noises and calling them all oh. sorts of races. The, the, the audience, the crowd. And they do this a lot in soccer, apparently, is that their fans just start seeing black players and they call them monkeys and shit. And it's accepted, apparently. So he ends up scoring, like, I think the winning goal in the game. And so he kind of posed at the end of it like, yeah, what now? And his coach and his teammate blamed him for the races. Like, you shouldn't have done that. Now they're going to be worse. And you're like, wait a minute, you know. So... Dog, when I tell you this, what's the first thing you think about?
2: That fuck the team. Yeah. You know, the the, the team is uh, against me. The team should be riding with me. Mm -hmm. You know, teammates are supposed to be brotherly love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't blame them for flicking off people. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you got to think about your paycheck also. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want him to get blackballed out the league either. Yeah. You know, and he has to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. you know but uh the team let him down man the the owner of the team should have came to his defense like look fans yeah. don't be you know we don't do that racist shit here in the arena you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying in the stadium yeah but it's like
0: sort of accepted in soccer for whatever reason the first thing i thought about when i saw it italy i thought it was jay maddie who was making all these calls at this black guy calling him monkey and stuff but i don't know if he was there in time for the trip but we gotta ask him i thought it was him but anyway um aisha your take on this.
1: I agree. I think it's bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, when you explain that, all I can think of is just, it's bullshit and it's, it's inappropriate.
0: Mm-hmm. No. And like I said, for whatever reasons, there's been stories written on soccer and, and I've seen it on TV where just there, it's it's just sort of accepted. It's like their fans do this. The league can't do anything about it. And that's just too bad. So I don't know what the solution is, but uh, you know uh, props to moist keen for, you know, Telling these people put some respect on his name. Um, Again, staying with sports, we have another podcast, folks. And actually, we had this that podcast before we had this one, where we talk about fantasy football. Season's coming up. We talk about fantasy football. Dog is the champ, a two-time champ in our league. We get very physical. We give you great fantasy football advice. It's my big black fantasy podcast. That is the name of the show. My big black fantasy podcast um we're probably gonna have our first show probably after the draft sometime probably later this month or in june or sorry or in may or somewhere along the line but we wanted to give you guys a heads up if you don't play fantasy football you should it's fun you get to rub it in your fans your friends faces when they lose that sort of thing so our listeners if you're interested, into sorry i can't talk if you guys are interested in this we'll continue to give you guys details as the date gets closer we'll be back with more on the dad presents after these words Yo, B. What's happening? You notice how chill and sexy I'm looking right now? Uh, No comment on that. Well, you, you notice. Don't pretend you didn't notice. Mm, quite the opposite. <laughs> but what are you getting at? You want to know why I'm looking so chill and please, so sexy right now? Please stop talking and just tell me <laughs> what, what you're doing. It's me at. undies. I'm feeling good. I'm wearing me undies. I feel good. And when you feel good, you look good. Are we really talking about your underwear right now? I'm talking about my underwear. I don't want to talk about your underwear. Me undies are the best underwear you can get out there. And our listeners, we got a code for you. If you want some me undies, if you want to feel fresh, if you want to look good, go to meundies.com. Use the code word M U Friend. Buy 20 for 20% off. That's a bargain at any price. So, you, you said these are the best underwear you can get? Look at me right now. I don't want to. Look at me. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Go to me, Undies. <laughs> do what he said with the code. Get them. They're great underwear. That's all I'm going to say about My it. My nuts are so tight. I, I, you took it too far.
1: Tell me that the pussy is mine.
0: Tell me, our next segment which is one i thought so of this morning just for you aisha because we have wow. a woman on the show and we have to take advantage of the time we don't often have women we got a bunch of dicks in here usually it's too much balls and ball hair to have any really serious thought about women and what they go through so this is a segment that i'm gonna call inside your vagina okay
1: uh-huh. so
0: these these little subjects are all about women and the shit they go through One story that snatched got my attention this week. Apparently, uh, Johnson and Johnson, which has been in business for like a million years, right? They're in the middle of some kind of lawsuit where I guess they had to turn over documents. And there's evidence, according to Reuters, which is one of the you know established news organizations, that when questions about the baby powder, Johnson Johnson baby powder, everybody uses. They, there were questions about whether or not it caused uterine cancer for women that, you know, put it in their panties or put it on them, you know, in their vagina or near their whatever they do with it. OK, so as they found out that there could be concerns about that, Johnson and Johnson focused its media pitches and, you know, commercials, ads or whatever to minority and overweight women, knowing that this could be a problem in terms of their safety using this product. Aisha, what do you think about all that?
1: The Johnson & Johnson, good Lord, you know, that's been around for women. I never got into the whole baby powder thing. Mm -hmm. But I know that growing up, there was girls that would like, you know, put baby powder in their vagina area Mm -hmm. in the summertime. They would put the um, the powder Mm -hmm. like all over like their breast area, like growing up.
0: Mm -hmm. keep some cool fresh that kind of thing
1: i I don't i don't even understand what that even means how that even works um Mm -hmm. but all in all i remember hearing something about them years ago and i I stopped using johnson johnson probably when i was 20
2: Mm -hmm.
1: so i don't pay much attention to their products at all um other than the fact that they're also heavily uh fragrant yeah and and can cause you to break out Hmm.
0: (laughs) well there we go um (laughs) let's see other uh, second women topic
2: Mm -hmm. of
0: this inside your vagina segment I love saying it they have a new jean i'm sorry new underwear out for women that are made out of jean material so it's a combination Stop. of jeans and panties and they're called janties dog uh you you end up pulling down some janties later
2: yeah you know but <laughs> the thing is is that was kind of like catchy you know it might be a good idea <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It. What? It, it might be called? You know, they somebody's trying to come up somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So it caught the attention of uh us basically. So sure, you know, so hey, it can catch an attention to everybody, man. I w- I would love to see what they look like. Yeah, on I, the I, internet, you know, just to I look can't, at them. I went with the
1: janty.
0: Aisha, do you buy janties? I
1: have not worn a panty since eleventh
0: grade. Okay. Okay. End of so, the show. That's just, <laughs>
1: let's just start there. Second okay. of all, um. Jeans are already just naturally uncomfortable. I mean, you know, because who's walking around with, you know, they're naturally uncomfortable. Hmm. So, no, I don't want to put on any uh, panties, number one. And I don't want to put on any panties that are going to rub up against my vagina like jeans.
2: Uh They seem like it's going to be like, I would think they will make them, yeah, comfortable. Like, it might be a different type of material to look like jeans, but it might be like them little short shorts. You know what I'm saying? But look like jeans. That's what I'm picturing it.
1: I'm, I'm 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 good. Love and joy. I, okay, just... I, I I'm not here for the for the janty. I'm not here for the panty. You know, children. Yes, wear panties. I I, I can't with the underwear.
0: I just think of I'm a gonna lot. Pass of, on all of it. I think it's a lot of chafing. That's what I I would think. If you go jean material up against you know your lady parts, then it would seem like it would do some chafing or something. Or
1: not, no, not really. Because no? I mean, you get the jeans that that feel comfortable. I mean, you put on a thong, you know, just to give you a little bit of um, you know something between your clitoris in your jeans yes but for the most part uh, no i'm okay
0: all right so shout out to
1: the women that are wearing panties though y'all do you i just i can't
0: she can't do it and no no janties either no um okay scientists this we're gonna get very scientific here scientists at saint austin university in north carolina have investigated the benefits of vaginal or cervical mucus consumption and the results were amazing it appears that eating vaginal fluids makes you immune to cancer and other diseases so doggy, uh, cancer free?
2: Shit, man! I'm gonna stop eating pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're saying do it. Oh, okay, okay. I'm about to say shit. Yeah, vagina uh, for everybody. Well, shit. Um, hey, man, you know they got all kind of like research for shit. I don't really believe it. You don't believe it? No, I don't believe it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. I, I can't because they would have been found out about this shit because people been eating pussy for decades.
1: And- I mean, I have always said the vagina has healing properties.
0: It may. Is this something that you would like use? seek as advertising? Would you pull out like print out a label Aisha as you're you know courting somebody? Says, I mean
1: I'm already just all for <laughs> you know sitting on faces and whatnot but I absolutely would promote it.
0: There it is. So this scientific it's science folks don't doubt it. This next story <laughs> is one of my favorites. Um, there's a new condom out and it's called a consent condom. It comes in a box to keep you know, people from being, you know, raped and sexually assaulted, it takes four hands to open this box. Wow. It's created by an Argentinian company. Doug, how difficult is sex? You know, you gotta get four hands to open this box before you get the condom and then put it on.
2: Well, it's kind of like, uh, it. well, it could, like, kill the mood. Uh, That's what I think. You know, a little bit. Yeah. But I think it's, like, also smart. Hey, you Mm -hmm. know, like, try it out. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, let's all, let's me and you, you know, baby, we're about to have sex, right? Yeah. So let's all open it together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I look at it. That's, it might be a little smart.
0: Aisha, is this a product you go for? You get, get together, you and your significant other now put your hands on the box together, maybe have a moment, have wine Father. before you do it. So
1: we're having the moment we're having a moment when he says go grab a condom and put it on. That is the moment. Yeah. We don't need to hold the same box and stack our <laughs> hands
0: and, you know, pull it apart. Okay, we're having
1: a moment when I'm putting the condom on. That's yeah. the moment.
0: That's the moment. And <laughs> you see, I think this thing leaves out some very important people. What if you're having sex with a
2: one armed person and you need four Who's hands doing? to open the box? Or what about if you're having a threesome, are you having it's a threesome? Discriminatory, you got, yeah, yeah. it is. Only
1: arranged for two, for four hands.
2: Yeah,
0: so if you're having sex with you know people w- without hands, I don't you, like you. Then, <laughs> then you're discriminating. <laughs> you know, and also this doesn't help you if you date somebody like Bill Cosby, who will just knock you out and then put your hands on the box. B, or Cardi B, who will I knock you out you. and put your pa- hands on the box, and mm-hmm. then you can open it, and then you'll get <laughs> assaulted anyway. But good luck from the argentinian company that creates it good luck with the product we hope you develop it for people with no arms that's all i have to say <laughs> so anybody have anything else i think we're gonna wrap up this podcast shortly anybody have any words of wisdom no i
1: mean this was the laugh that i needed today
0: well good we're glad we're here for you Aisha. should do man
2: rest yeah. in peace rest in
0: peace nipsey rest oh in peace God, nipsey hustle peace,
1: nipsey hustle
0: indeed um oh before we go, there's one thing I had to say that happened to me this week. I think I almost got gone girled by my wife. It, it, <laughs> no, seriously. So it's a day, it's an unusual day. Cause I had some time and I went and picked up my daughter from school and decided we were going to go to the movies. Don't usually do that. Totally out of rhythm, routine, whatever. Went to go see Shazam. Okay. Took her to go sh- see Shazam right after school.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: After we go from the movie, I call my wife who's supposed to be at work. She doesn't call me back. Doesn't answer the phone call like six times doesn't answer the phone getting weird i have to call her parents parents I haven't heard from her. i'm like what the fuck is going on i started thinking in my head that if the police come and they suspect me of something it's going to seem weird because my behavior for that day has been totally different from usual like well sir why did you go to school and pick up your daughter and where were you and you know because the thing is is it they could ask my daughter, like, did, was he with you in the movie the whole time? She's like, well, he did leave the bathroom to go to the bathroom and I started thinking that I, she was trying to gong girl me. Like, she was going to try to set me up. Fortunately, she eventually called me back. She was outside didn't have her phone but I don't trust her. I think um, we've run, this marriage has run its course and um, maybe it's, I don't want to be Ben Affleck in that movie. He, he, he was horrible in that I mean, he almost went down off some shit he didn't do and I was almost Ben Affleck um, this past week. So, fellas, wives, don't do that to your husbands. Tell them where you are at all points in time. Don't gone girl your husband. I almost got gone <laughs> girl. I, I can't deal with it. But anyway, Aisha, tell the folks where they can find you and your podcast.
1: My podcast "Shit Women Think About" it, is on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.
0: Woo! Dang, she's so such a pro. And thank you for co-hosting. You have definitely filled the void left by. Matt, who is neither as attractive or as or smells as good as you do. I'm but. loving
1: his posts, though. I follow him on Instagram, so I'm liking the posts.
0: Yeah. Do you have, like, a psychotherapist after you read what he puts up there? No?
1: I just look at the pictures.
0: Okay, well, that's good. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what he does, And in, in too. He always looks for books with pictures in them. Um, <laughs> you can follow us The Dad Presents. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the same name, The Dad Presents. Please rate, subscribe, follow. Do whatever you want, folks. It's been a pleasure. We thank you. Maddie will be back next week. Dog, send the folks home. Hey,
2: love, peace, happiness, and respect. Respect. <laughs> Beautiful. Love
0: your neighbor. Exactly. Take care of yourself. Take care of your kids. Take care of your family. We will be back next week with Jay, Maddie, hopefully with fresh new stories from Italy. See you soon.